Hi, everyone. My name is Gina Sapanta with Empower Hour. Welcome to my podcast, where I will discuss everything about the reawakening and reprogramming of our lives. I'm on a mission to live an unapologetic, successful life and show you exactly how I do that, because you can have that too. I'm a mom. I'm a lawyer. I own multiple businesses. I'm a cancer warrior. I'm divorced, remarried. I'm successful, healthy, and I'm happy. I live well, and I intentionally live every single day of my life. It's been quite a journey to get here. I wasn't always like this. Like you, I grew up and functioned in a programmed world that taught me that I had to live a certain way make certain decisions, achieve certain milestones to be successful and happy. Until one day I woke up and realized I checked all those boxes, but I am not feeling successful and I felt far from happy. I started an interesting and important conversation with myself about that. What do I really want? What makes me happy? And if you are ready for that conversation and this resonates with you, join me on my podcast as I guide you through this conversation and share how you can achieve this as well. It's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's within our power. Hi everyone. Today I want to talk about programming. I mention it a lot and it's a new word to my vocabulary because I would say I learned it about a, less than a year ago. This idea of programming and being programmed by society and how to function in society. And so I want to define that and explore that in this podcast and see how it applies to your life. And maybe it can be another method or another tool you can use in self-examining and self-reflecting on why you are where you are in your life. Why do you feel you're at a dead end or plateaued or you just can't take that leap of faith? You just can't. The time's not right. The time's not right. All of those things, I think, boil down to our programming and why we even think the way we think to begin with. And so what I've learned from programming is we were born with two survival fears as infants when we came into this world, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. These are the two fundamental intrinsic survival fears instilled in every human being that's ever born uh, to help them survive, right? All other fears that we face and think about and dwell on is seemingly all day, every day, they're always in the back of our minds, many of them, some of them, a few of them, some more than others, you know, depending on the time. Where do all those fears come from? And so examining that and taking a hard look at, well, why am I embarrassed? Why am I scared to do that? Why am I afraid of failing? Why am I, what am I worried about? Why won't I take that next step? And I know a lot of us think this way and we, we have those conversations, but I feel sometimes that's where it stops. And the more I look into it and learn about it and question myself, it all comes back to our programming, how we were born, what world we were born into, what culture. uh, And it really doesn't matter so much culture and religion. You know, we don't have to get that specific. It really just comes down to the society we, we lived it, we grew up in the role playing of, Uh, masculine and feminine and the gender roles and everything that society has defined for us. Everything that we know and have ever learned about society was taught to us, whether it was taught directly by our teachers or our parents or by us watching others, by us learning from seeing how others do it, experiencing it personally, 
good girls do that. Oh, bad girls do that, right? That kind of talk. That has shaped our understanding of our role and our position in society. And ultimately, if you look at it, society is designed, no matter what gender you are, no matter what role it is, it is really assigned to keep you like a hamster on a hamster wheel in your gender role, in the defined role society has placed upon you, and you are expected to believe in it, become it, and live it. And most of us do that because we don't know that we have a choice. We don't know that there is an alternative. We're taught that be lucky to have what you have. Work hard and you'll be happy. Uh, You know, do everything by the book, which means by the programming, really, by what society demands of it. Do everything by that book and you will be happy. You will have a satisfied life. All of us have heard that time and time again from different sources, but truly, I don't think any of us really have had the chance to define what truly our happiness is. And we certainly are not encouraged to think about it. And having people tell you, oh, well, it doesn't matter what you do in your life as long as you're happy. Eh, I guess that's a, a kind of an attempt at it, but it's really not. It has to come from within. It has to come from you coming to a place in yourself and understanding your self-love and your self-truth and what really makes you tick. Really trying to figure out who you are, really. Who are you if we strip away what society has taught us? Who are you if we strip away the teachings of the gender roles, of the programmed roles, of what you should and shouldn't be doing per our society and religion and culture? And so, again, having these questions, reflecting on your past, reflecting on your experiences, why are you where you are? None of this has happened to you and you're just like this victim floating through life, right? You're not. You have made conscious decisions and choices along your journey, which have led you to make certain lefts, rights uh, on your path, on your journey. And there's no fault associated with any of it. It's, it just is what it is. You have made choices to put you exactly where you are in this exact moment as you're listening to this podcast. The choices you made perfectly positioned you to be sitting here right now listening. That tells me that we also have the choice to take any direction we want. That is not to say it's not going to be, uh, or that's not to say it's going to be easy. Uh, that's not saying that, oh, well, once you say, oh, I'm going to make a life decision, you just go with it. No, because everyone else around you is living in this programmed society. Everyone else living was conditioned and trained and learned to function within their roles and how you should and shouldn't live to be a good person in society, right? And I'm not saying by you questioning society and you self-reflecting makes you a bad person in society, but it certainly will ruffle feathers if you start going after what you want. It certainly will, you'll get the judgment from family and friends, those closest to you, they will judge you because you are going against the grain now. You are not standing in line. You are not getting on that hamster wheel and you are not content with the nine to five job, suburban household lifestyle where you are a robot. That is coming from a place where I personally do not find that fulfilling. Other people may find what I just described totally fulfilling. Again, each his own, no judgment zone. I'm applying it from my perspective. 
So looking at your upbringing, looking at the people who raised you, and it's nobody's fault. That's like number one here. There's no fault in this system. It is what it is. You are where you are. You've gotten to this point in your life. The question becomes, now what? Now what are you going to do? And then the second part of that question is, so what about your past? I don't want to hear it. It doesn't matter. Yes, you were programmed. We acknowledge that. Yes, you had no choice in, in the society you were born into. You did have a choice. We all had this choice all along to make decisions. We chose without fully knowing that we were voluntarily making these choices to abide by these defined roles. And oftentimes, many of us have midlife crisis, as they like to call it. I don't like calling it crisis because, again, that's society's way of defining it as um, something bad, a failure, uh, something's wrong, it's a crisis, right? No, it's a midlife awakening because many of us have a point in our life where we look around and we're like, where in the hell am I? What am I doing? And you look at your partner, or if you have one, or if you don't have one, you look around, you're like, what am I doing here? And something in your gut tells you this is not right. This is not right for me. This is not right for me. Not that it's not right for society. It's not right for you because your gut always, always protects and speaks to your self-truth and ultimately what you truly should be doing. So when we look at what society has created for us, we then now have a choice to continue to live within those roles because that's what we should do. Because a good daughter and a good sister and a good family member and a good wife and a good mother does X, Y, and Z. And they don't put themselves first. You must be the mom that can do it all, right? You must be the parent that can do it all because that's success. You can have it all, right? No, that is set up for failure. That is not true. None of that is real. I do not believe that. You have to look at yourself and realize, what do I want? What makes me happy? Maybe maybe for you, Owning a, you know, owning a little uh, a plant shop that you go to a farmer's market once a week and you sell your items. Maybe that can't be your sole income source. Fine, because sure, there's bills and that is reality. You could do that on the side, but you probably have not considered starting that passion project of yours because I'll do it when the kids are older or I don't have time because I have a lot of stuff to do with kids and work and my partner or right. All of those things take precedent to what you ultimately want. And again, we have been trained through our society that we do not come first. Everything else comes before us to be a successful, happy person. You cannot be selfish. You cannot put yourself first. So now that we know we have the choice, we can literally, literally take each step throughout the rest of our days, for the rest of our lives, intentionally understanding, I am choosing to do X, Y, or Z going forward because I truly believe it or because I am expected to do it. And the pain or gain does not outweigh the other, depending on whatever choice I make. Does that make sense? If you choose to stay in line, if you choose to put your self-truth and what you really want to pursue aside for society and, and everything else, 
you but you own it. You have to own that decision and you cannot then look around and flail around and feel unfulfilled and unhappy because you made that choice. You really don't have to make that choice. But I understand that in making the decision to not stay in line and to not do what you're supposed to do traditionally, again, you'll ruffle a lot of feathers. You're going to get a lot of feedback, a lot of judgment. It doesn't feel great. But ultimately, the benefit of following your dreams and your heart and your self-love and truth, maybe it's even to just have an hour of solitude a day. Like it doesn't have to be some grand plan that you need to be. Maybe for you, maybe for me, just having one solid hour a day of silence, nobody pulling on you, work, spouse, partner, children, family, anyone. What about you? So if you choose then to be there for everyone else and you sacrifice that hour of time that you, you want for yourself, you are choosing it. You must own it and you must acknowledge that. If you, however, say, no, I need an hour a day. I need 30 minutes a day. I need 15 minutes a day. Whatever it is. Again, the beauty of this thing is there's no fault. You define what you want the rules to be. It's your way and, and that's it. It is your way and that's it. Whoever judges you, that is their journey. And as soon as you realize it has nothing to do with you ultimately, it makes things a lot easier for you to make these decisions for yourself. So perhaps next time you want that 15 minutes alone, you will set the rules down. Okay, everyone, I need 15 minutes work. I need 15 minutes. And obviously you can't do it in the middle of your work day. I'm not saying that. This requires an entire lifestyle change uh, or prep, planning. If you have a lot of work to do, maybe get it done in the morning earlier. Or if you know you have no ability to take work, uh, time off work during the day, maybe start waking up a little earlier to get that 15 minutes alone. So where there's a will, there's a way. And so choices, choices, choices. The power is ours. The power has always been ours. But again, acknowledging the program society and the program place you're in is the first conversation you should start having with yourself to start getting to a place where you realize you can in fact make these choices, be powerful in these choices and own them and know that getting people upset and not having the support from others around you should not deter you. It doesn't define the success or failure of your decision and it just is what it is. Own it and I promise you, you will start feeling a lot better inside uh, your gut and how you process things because you will know ultimately you are going after what gives you the most peace, happiness, and your self-truth. That's all for today. I will see you guys next week. Thank you.